No soundboard yet still. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. Ooh, feels good to be back. Oh my goodness, it sure does. Um in twenty first podcast of twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah. Um episode what? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Starting the shitting again again. I think it's twenty three, if I'm not mistaken. Episode twenty three. It's kind of dope, kind of wild. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of Because Life Podcast, where we talk about the un... Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunate events events of of adulting. adulting. I'm so excited. I'm happy to be back, and I was also happy to be away. Yeah, bro. That was was really good. Yeah. Break. Especially with, like, work and shit going on. Like, yeah. A break was needed. Um, I feel like we, like taking a break for mental space especially during the holidays because like i feel like the holidays you have to give so much of yourself yeah it's so much socializing yeah like do i do i really want to go to this party <laughs> gotta go to the thanksgiving dinner ugly sweater party <laughs> holiday party damn how many parties you gotta go to office party <laughs> office party <laughs> Sweetie parties. You gotta talk and right. laugh and smile and get fat. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> how was your how was your break? How did you spend it? Um, it was good. You know, what? I didn't even notice that like I needed that like extra time by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I didn't enjoy um doing the show, but it was needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just spent my time getting used to my new job, my new position. Um, and just relaxing and resting, going to the gym. Folk, well, no, let me take that back because I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't doing a break. <laughs> Not doing a break. Um, but yeah, it was good. I think I needed it because it gave me space to just be like, all right, I don't have this something else that I have to do on top of my already stressful job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, was good. <laughs> my break. Um, a lot of it was not spent resting. Mm-hmm. In fact, working more. But um. New Year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> but uh, with the extra work, it felt good to like go home at the end of the mm-hmm. night and not have to think about content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, I also realized how much reflection you do or we do when we're potting. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so much reflection um and other people hearing your reflection mm-hmm. um and then sometimes mentioning your reflection <laughs> to you when you see them thanks <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> definitely appreciate it but sometimes it's it's nerve-wracking yeah it is but um yeah so we're here uh, with yes. our welcome back episode we got new looks um yes. y'all like our, our new look Eww. our graphics done <laughs> um or well we created our graphics yes. we didn't get them done i think pretty, proud pretty of us. good yeah i'm pretty proud yes. of us for what what we came up with mm-hmm. um so yeah you want to just hop on in into yeah let's hop on in new decade <laughs> Got some great content for you guys coming up. Um, we're going to do Black Tea. Yeah. Yay! We're bringing back, back Black Tea, no sugar. More, more prepared, guys. More prepared. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in light of, since we weren't here in um, 
December, but it does fall into like January too. I kind of wanted to give the history of what Kwanzaa means um, for this episode or this segment of Black Tea. So it's a little lengthy, um, but I should get through it um, pretty fast. So basically, Dr. Mulano, I'm going to pronounce the name wrong, Molana Karenga was a uh, professor and chairman of Black Studies at California University in Long Beach, and he created Kwanzaa in 1966. Um, Like after the Watts riots in Los Angeles, he searched for ways to bring African-Americans together as a unity. He founded US, a cultural organization, and started to research African harvest celebrations. Uh, Karenga combined aspects of several different harvest celebrations, such as those of the Ashanti and those of the Zulu, to form the basis of Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is derived from the phrase Matunda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. Each family celebrates Kwanzaa in its own way, but celebrations often include songs, dances, African drums, storytelling, poetry reading, and a large traditional meal. We, We like to eat. After everything, don't we? <laughs> um, on each of the night, seven nights, the family gathers and a child lights one of the candles on the kanara, which is the candle holder that you see the um, candles in. Then one of the seven principles is discussed. The principles are called the Nguzo Saba. I'm probably botching it. Um, they are the values of African culture, which contributes to building and reinforcing community al- among African-Americans. Kwanzaa also has seven basic symbols, which represent values and concepts reflective of African culture. An American feast called a Karuma is held on December 31st. So it starts from December 26th um, up until, I think it ends January 1st, if I'm not mistaken. So the seven principles are unity, which is Umoja, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Self-determination, which is Kujijakalia, to determ- to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Collective work and responsibility, Ujima, to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve them together. Cooperative economics, Ujama, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Purpose, which is Nia, to make our collective voice vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Creativity, which is Kuumba, to do to do always as much as we can and the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Faith, Imani, to believe with all of our heart and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders in the sh- in the righteousness and victory of our struggle. So those are the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Um, I think we should maybe practice Kwanzaa way more often than we do. Um, But it's a start. I've always said I wanted to do Kwanzaa. Every year I say the same thing. And I think maybe this year I'm going to do it. (laughs) Hopefully have a village to do it. But I think the principles are great. I think we should look, if you have time, look it up for yourself um, and see if you want to practice it. Um, you know, every year after Christmas. That is the black tea. My um my aunt um actually practices it every year oh, that's faithful, cool. faithfully. And um a few years she would invite us. She actually invited me this year but I was away. Mm-hmm. Um but 
uh, she'll invite us to the last day of the celebration and like have the soup and all that stuff. Nice. It was always really, really super cool. Um, and also she always includes like a family, um, mm-hmm. like the family tree, uh, our ancestors, I guess, uh, for lack of better words. Yeah. Um, it's actually a really cool like celebration. Nice. Um, I just think it's a lot of commitment. That's a lot of days. <laughs> it is a lot of days. <laughs> um, it is. But I guess if you prepare for it, then you kind of like, all right. And you're, if you do it so often, you're already used to it. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I have kids, I'll like not. Well, I don't really do Christmas anyway, but like. Right. I do that in, instead, instead of. of yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. do something instead of like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, that's Kwanzaa. Nice. So we have a new segment, um, Nima's Opinions. Yes. Because <laughs> I got a lot of, a lot got of them. a lot of them. Um, where I'll be sharing either a fun fact that I learned through the week or something that pissed me off or something that um, I was challenged with and being an adult because it's so hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> and none of us know what we're doing. Pretty much. Um, but this... Today, this episode, um, I really just want to talk about, like, you know, like, the whole transitioning from, like, new year, um, new decade kind of thing. And it kind of falls in line with our topic today. Um, But how we set these goals every year um, and complete 50% or zero of them. I Mm -hmm. mean, at least I I can only speak for myself. But, like, um, I write everything down. So (laughs) I it's a blessing and a curse because I can go back and be like, you ain't do none of this stuff right? <laughs> that you wrote down. Um, but like, did I really, I just got, I got tired of myself. I was just like, sis, like what? Like <laughs> again, another year, you're at the same place again, Yeah. again. Like, what are we doing? Like what is happening? What, what's, what's, what are we really going to do now? I had to sit down and have a conversation with myself. Like, all right, I'm tired of being sick, <laughs> sick of me. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something about it. Right. So every day since then, um, I actually listened to a really cool Oprah podcast uh, where she had TV Jakes on it. Um, and he was talking about like transformative thinking and um, how, how a lot of the things we've been through, we don't have to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a really great podcast, but um from the moment I listened to that, the next morning I've been waking since the morning after I've been waking up at 5 a.m. every single day, mm-hmm. going to work out. Good job. I cooked all my food this week because <laughs> hashtag you got food at home. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> because that like I, I just want to be serious about the things that um that I want. Because right. if not, then every year, like I feel like we all go through like it's. The world is on this like recording mm-hmm. like system. It's it's kind of bizarre when you sit back and look at it. Like everybody's happy for the holidays and like, like you know Halloween comes and then everybody's excited that you know um, Thanksgiving and then there now there's like two different Thanksgiving tracks where it's just like mm-hmm. oh, you know we're not gonna celebrate it but oh we you know we don't celebrate it but we come together and eat you know because of all of the things that thanksgiving represents like it literally everything happens the same way and then we get to the beginning of the year after the holidays everybody's broke everybody's fat (laughs) everyone's in a gym yeah and then you see all these uh planners being sold Mm -hmm. and 
these motivation seminars and it's just like every single year we all right it's the new year now we're focused again like yeah. what about focusing all year round like you know what i mean just because the holidays around don't mean that you gotta overeat like you know what i mean like <laughs> just because it's winter time don't mean that you have to sit on your butt like you can work out like right. these things so it's just like breaking the cycle of like what everybody is just doing like like zombies just getting up and going getting up and going getting up and going but like stopping and I think the break also really helped me with that, too, because mm. I actually had to stop moving so fast. Yeah. I had more time in my hands to just sit and reflect and think and talk to myself and watch my shows. And then I watched so many shows <laughs> that I was just like, all right, what am I going to do now? That's where I am. That's where I am. How do you feel about your goal um, setting and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's always good to check yourself when you... <laughs> When you realize you mess it up, like, all right, I'm back in the same position I was in last year. Let me, let me figure out what's the problem. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this year, I, I feel like I had the same goals that I had last year. Um, but for some reason, I told my friend, I said, I don't know why, but this year seems like it's going to be a different year for me. Like it's, I feel something great is going to happen. I don't know what it is. I don't know what angle. I don't know what direction. I don't know what part of my life. But I feel like it's going to be a great year for me. And I felt that the moment like 2020 came. That's nice. Like it was crazy. I was like, okay. I had this like feeling of like you're going to do or something's going to happen. It's going to make like just make everything great. You know what I'm saying? That's like nice. something's happening. Um, But I'm way more um focused this year because I'm just tired. I'm getting older. I'm old. <laughs> you're not old. Um, I know. But like in, you know, how we do. Um, and I just feel like I'm kind of tired of being in the same positions that I've been in forever. So I'm like, all right, something got to (laughs) give. It's not everybody. It's you. Right. Fix yourself. Let's go. Like, (laughs) stop being an asshole. Stop being dumb. That's like the, um, the meme where, where the girl is like, like, she's like, has a shocked face. Like she was in the middle of like eating something mm-hmm. and like like a shock face, like something came and scared her. And like on the top of it, it says like the moment you realize that it wasn't him or <laughs> them, mm. it was, it's been you. Mm. Why your relationships haven't been working? Mm. Like like she was like stunned, and I was just like, yes, yeah. because you realize that you're actually the problem. Exactly. Like, the same thing's been happening in all your relationships. This is you. It's you. It's you. And it's okay. <laughs> you acknowledge that it's you. Right. Yeah. It's just, okay to be a human. Like we're all human. None of us know what we're doing and honestly that's that is my motto for this year like we none of us really know right. so like just try just try yeah like do something don't do nothing because the more you sit and try I, i'm a researcher everybody knows these things <laughs> i read like i write i like brainstorm and it's just like mm-hmm. just take a step right things will fall in line if it's meant for you if not the wind will the wind will blow and then boom you're where you actually need mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. you just need to <laughs> you know get along you know do something and lose those 15 pounds that you've been wanting to lose like <laughs> yes oh gosh yeah <laughs> flat stomach 2020 yes. you know it's just, we're not gonna look like a big zero we're gonna no. look like number ones <laughs> i don't want to look a number one an eight an eight <laughs> An eight. Okay. An eight is eight. cool. An eight is cool. I'll take an eight. <laughs> the year of eight. <laughs> um, so this kind of nicely segues yes. into um, what we are going to talk about today. And um, my note to myself 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my younger self um, is <laughs> to like, like just start, just start. Be you. Like honestly, if I could, if I could have went back in time and done the ideas that I had, like. <laughs> like start the YouTube, like, you know, those things that like you see and it's just like this little kid's making $60 million. Was it hindsight like, is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish. no matter what anybody else is saying, the naysayers, like a lot of people operate out of fear. So, mm-hmm. um, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like We're, that is my note to my younger self. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Okay. No, I no, I'm saying, yeah, I just wanted to know if that was it. Oh <laughs> I put a whole lot of notes to myself. You did? <laughs> it's basically, she's so silly. Exciting. I mean, mine is basically, I feel like it's like a reality check. Um, And I want to, before I do it, I want to say like, it's not to say, I think we all should do this exercise, but it's not to say like, where you at right now is fucked up. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> you yeah, know, no. like. I'm actually very proud of myself where right. I am. But also like, okay. There are other things that I want yeah. wanted to do. Right. So, I mean, I, to sum up my little paragraph, <laughs> I just basically kind of went back to myself and told myself, like, never to, like, let other people deter or detour, I don't know, your dreams. Like, don't let people, like, so I got, I got kind of teased and shit when I was younger. And it didn't make me, like, it wasn't like a bullying situation. You know what kids do. But I internalized that. Yeah. And it made me become something that I feel like I was not mm-hmm. going to be for a, a period of time. Like, I'm just coming into, like, who I feel like I should have just been all these years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was there at one point before the teasing start, started. But then it left for, like, a number of years. And it caused so many things in the middle to shouldn't have happened. But, okay, it happened. That's how my life went. Um. So basically, we're just telling myself, don't be afraid. Go for, go after your dreams, um, and don't internalize the things that people say to you because this is what they say. It's not true. Um, and then the flip side was like, save your money, girl. <laughs> save your money. You wish you saved okay? more money. Yes, I really wish I was better. This is something that I feel like if I have kids, I'm going to definitely try to teach my kids the importance of money, the importance of saving, the importance of investing, in whatever. Because I didn't get that, like. That was something I would have liked to have had. Um, but I think it's like a generational thing. Unless it breaks somewhere, there's going to be a continued, like, non-conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, yeah, we didn't get taught that. Well, I mean, I didn't get sat down and say, this is how you save your money. This is how you invest. This is how you, you know, it wasn't nothing like that. It was always like, well, if you got a job, just try to save your money. Just try to save your money. Not how. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do I really do that when mm-hmm. I'm 17 or well, how was my first job 14 and i just got this 180 check at 14 that's a lot and i got no bills <laughs> and i want sneakers <laughs> show me how to budget you know so that was something i told myself like even like not even like a little kid like an adult save your money girl <laughs> all right stop getting to debt. You got food at home ha- okay <laughs> oh that was that was my issue back in the day Ooh, i ate out so much yeah it's crazy every weekend was a happy hour Every, every it was crazy with my friends <laughs> happy hours parties just nonsense all that money i mean live your life god you know you gotta have fun but you gotta be smart too the balance it's a balance the balance yes <laughs> les ballons yeah so that's basically what i'm telling myself <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. les ballons <laughs> um i never had 
like financial balance like i'm either all or nothing either i'm like not spending anything and like super good with savings and then like i get to a point where i'm just like ah let me let me reward myself because yeah. i've saved this money and then i look back like oh wait all my savings. Then I just I rewarded myself with my savings. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now you don't have savings. Now you gotta save again. Exactly. Like, I do that with wheat. I'm like, oh shit, I bought ten pounds. All right, I can get this ice cream in school. <laughs> then I used to turn to chips the next day. I'm like, I mean, I just lost ten pounds. Bitch, you just gained three back. <laughs> You're not even doing the math right now. <laughs> What's happening? For real. For it's real. Crazy. For real. For real. So um. One of um, my questions. Mm-hmm. So, are we doing decade or year? Decade. We can decade. do decade. Okay. I, I kind of put decade um <laughs> for my questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you, you know me. Remember? I was thinking year. <laughs> That's fine. You could do the year. Uh, but you can still answer this for a decade. Cause you know I don't remember shit. I'm probably only gonna remember le- next year, last year anyway. Her <laughs> <laughs> decade reflection is gonna be like all of nineteen. <laughs> Um, so can you think about your best meal? Oh, shit. My best meal? Yeah. Like, one that, like, you think about all the time and, like, crave to have again. Yo. Oh, is this in a decade? Dang, no, that wasn't in a decade. That was, like, two years before. Shit. (laughs) Because I remember something. Two years before. Um, my best meal. Shit, you know this is hard for me. Can you think of yours? Absolutely. I know you could. <laughs> I feel like I have one in my head, <coughs> but I can't think. No, no. It's coming back. <laughs> I think my best meal, it was, it's actually a dinner, a whole dinner. Um, It was actually for my 30th birthday. Wow. Yes. Um, It wasn't the day of my birthday, but I went out on this particular day for my birthday. And I went to a place called 9A in New York. My friend was the, the chef there. Everything he sent out was a uh, freaking amazing. <laughs> Everything. I think we had like shrimp cocktail. I had, oh my God, his lobster macaroni and cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> he had Patron infused strawberries. Like, what? What the <laughs> it was like all on the house because he was my friend and he was um chef there. Ooh, actually knew the chef. She getting the nice yeah. tables out here though. He's stupid. <laughs> he's still, he actually is a, a chef still. Nice. Let's go. But visit yeah, that him was for good. Huh? Let's go visit him for some free he, food. He he live in DC now. He he be like celebrity chefing it up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So, um, but yeah, I don't think that was the best meal, but that's the most like memorable. memorable. Right. Yeah. This was yeah. Probably the best one. Yeah, probably. It might have been. So mine, <laughs> mine was the first time I had Top Steiner's girl lobster mac and cheese. Wow! It literally changed my life. I don't like cheese. You don't. <laughs> I also don't prefer mac and cheese. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I don't eat lobster on its own either. Like it has to be in mac and Ooh, cheese. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I don't. It makes me like. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer crab. But nonetheless, that dish with the little breadcrumbs on top. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And a lot of times <laughs> when I've saved up money and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, let me treat myself. Yeah. I go it. there. And I get the cookies, too. Oh, my God. The Topps Diner. It's amazing. They have. First of all, how do they? How is everything know. good? I don't know. I've Even never the things I meal. didn't like, I know it was good, though. Right. I just it just it wasn't for me. 
but I know it was good. I've never had <laughs> anything bad from them. No. And I and I've even like challenged myself to try different things. Yeah. To prove that they can't be good in everything. But it exactly. But it never worked. No. <laughs> no. Everything's amazing. Lobster mac and cheese is life. I never well, aside from my friends, I never had it any other time because again, price. <laughs> Wait, It'd be a little bizarre. Price. Both of ours is lobster mac and cheese. That is, see, Nima, you know what? This is a I lot. didn't even like recognize this that. This is until a lot. <laughs> That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of wild. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's a it's a delicious, delicious, delectable. Everything from tops is amazing. Now, what's your request? What's your next reflection? Reflection, reflection question. question. Um, so that's ten times fast. Reflection yeah. question. Reflection question. <laughs> Try it. Reflection question, reflection question. question. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. You're dead. <laughs> it's a wrap. Um, okay. Who in the last 10 years became your biggest support, surprisingly? Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> so, like. Like, basically, somebody, like, no one you just didn't think would be this person for you. Okay. Um. It could be family, friends, whoever. So, wow. Okay. So, I think I have two people that have surprised me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say my grandmother, mm-hmm. um, Joyce. But I guess that's, that, that feels a little bit like a cop-out because, like, grandma should support you, duh. I mean, if it's a good, good grandma, yeah, but some people don't have that. Yeah. None the, but, so, like... For real, for real, uh, my best friend, Rachel, um, when I first met her, I didn't like her. She was dating my cousin. Mm. I was like, <laughs> why are you here? Um, and then life went on, and then I like, crossed again. And we've been inseparable since. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it coming because I didn't like her again. Um, <laughs> I thought she was a little annoying. Okay. Um, but I love her to pieces now. Aww. That's my girl. That's um, nice. it's a friendship that just developed super organically. It was insane. Like we were going through similar things at the time and like we were oversharing and then we realized that we just kept oversharing with mm. this complete person that you don't know. And then it's just <laughs> like, oh, okay, we're best friends. Now. Nice. Um, so yeah, her. Cool. So I have to admit, when I wrote this question down, I didn't even think of anyone for myself. But as I was talking, <laughs> as I was thinking, I was like, well, yeah, I actually do have two people. Um, and they're this, they're in my little circle. So it's my friend Jackie, Jackie and my friend Val. Um, they're both my sorority sisters. So I met them in 2013. I take that back. I knew Jackie since like before that. We were We used to work together at a camp. So I knew her before that, but we weren't like, she was mad young. Well, yeah, she's younger than me. Um, so I didn't really hang out with her, but when I got into my sorority, um, down the line, we became really, really close. And now that like those two are the only people I travel with, if I'm going away, it's going to be with them too. Other people can come, but they got to be there. Mm. Um, okay. Yes. Cause <laughs> it's just something about vacation. Like I like to have fun, but I like to relax and not everybody want to do that. Some people always want to turn up or some people don't like to do things that everybody want to do, but we just always are always on the same page when we go away it's it's kind of crazy that's fire yeah, it's like we're always on the same page like all right you want to all right we're gonna chill you want it's not and there's no pressure mm-hmm. um but aside from that like me and jackie talk about everything like stuff that i even like talk about 
to nobody. <laughs> um, and it's like become, like you said, an organic kind of friendship. It just developed in a way that I never thought happening. And with Val, it's even more of that way because I used to only hang out with Val when I was with Jackie because I wasn't always that comfortable by myself with Val just because we just didn't have nothing in common. But something forced us to hang out on our own. And, like, I love Val. Like, whenever I see her, like, we, I'll be like, hey, you want to go? You know, we went to um, Smart, Funny, and Black with, with her. And it was things like that I would never have done without Jackie because that was Jackie's best friend. And, you know, I was comfortable with all three of us. But then, yeah, Val became, like, a support on her own. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good. Like, I could hang with Val by myself. Um and they're both younger than me, too. But it makes me feel like I think this is a part of why I hate when I sidebar. I'm sorry. Part of why I like being a part of a sorority, because I didn't have the, that sister mm-hmm. that I always wanted. So having them, too, was like pretty cool. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I never had a sister. And I'm, I think I'm glad I don't have a sister. Yeah, I don't think. But do you have your relationships you have with your brothers are really close, though, like yeah. a sister bond. But I think you might be better with a brother yeah i think so too yeah. <laughs> i can't see you having a sister i'd probably hate her yeah i think you would like especially if it was a younger sister i think you would like throw dolls at her like bury her underneath the dolls or something Whoa, when you were little. Ash. i feel like you probably would have did that you don't think so do you hear this different <laughs> oh my she's not denying it though <laughs> <laughs> no 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 i mean she wasn't gonna suffocate nothing you just wait <laughs> she wasn't gonna suffocate or nothing <laughs> <laughs> so what was your most rememberable adventure damn okay. you got t- 10 years damn it okay 2009 right so 2019 <laughs> okay my most memorable adventure oh wow 2009 yeah, yeah. no 2010 2010 but 20 I, w- I would think of 9 to 19 because yeah. we just got into 20 right yeah you know i, I called that okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, most memorable venture. Dun dun dun. Nima, you just gotta go. Cause I don't wanna hold up the people's time while <laughs> me thinking. Cause you know I can't remember shit. You should have gave me these questions ahead of time. You stupid. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, you. Exactly. Um, my most memorable adventure was one time um me and my best friend literally we were having a terrible time in life. Like one of those unfortunate events. Of mm. adulthood like we were just in that space we had to be like 23 something like that um at the time where life is just hitting you all at once and you're just like oh this is the real world okay you know mm. and um we were like we need an escape so we drove to um philly one random weekend and we got a hotel and when we got to philly we realized that it was saint patrick's day Oh, we had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea <laughs> that we were going into St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Nonetheless, it turned out really fun. Like I never like I'm not a partier or like when I go to parties, unless I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm usually awkward. OK. At parties. Um, They're just very awkward situations where people are not dancing and like mm. the music's playing. And it's just like, why aren't people dancing? <laughs> Then you come to a club to dance, but right? Those kind of things, but um, we got a we got a tattoo, tattoo. My brother hates how I say tattoo. I say, what are you saying? Tattoo. I thought you got a tat. No, no, no. We got a tattoo. A ta- tattoo. A yeah. tattoo. Why? I was trying to figure out how to say it right. 
tattoo tattoo yeah. okay we had a ta- we got ta- matching tattoos and um <laughs> and we literally danced all three days from morning to night it was so much fun oh yeah and barely drunk like you know it wasn't like a drunken like dance it was just like fun just organic fun it was great that's cool that's cool um most memorable venture i have like three in my head and two of them revolve like around a bar and fighting oh yeah it's kind of crazy so (laughs) so one um actually it's it's the place where shaking crab is now it used to be a bar so we went there um to party whatever and um this lady, my brother was ordering a drink, and this lady, the bartender, I guess she came with his drink and spilled the drink by accident, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Go back and get another drink, comes back, and it spills again, accidentally. So I don't know if my brother was drunk or not, but he just was like, you doing this on purpose, and threw, <laughs> and threw a drink in her face. She threw more drinks at us. All I remember was like hopping over the bar trying to get to this lady and then i just was like being held back we got kicked out the <laughs> bar um so that happened <laughs> actually out here fighting people i know clubs, fighting bartenders. that's because she was attacking my brother and i didn't like that don't don't do that um and okay so okay this one is more like oh my god actually i'm about to tell this story this is crazy um so i went to dc for my birthday um pretty live pretty pretty great um was having a good time my friends they wanted to go back to the hotel I wanted to stay so I ended up staying because I had frat brothers that were there that came to party with me so I was like well I'm with them we went to this other spot we went to um a hookah bar started I was talking to the bouncer guy and uh yeah so there you go one night stand in the flesh. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> I've never done one of those. I've always been like interested. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, it doesn't is it a one night stand if it continues for like months? Um, maybe not. Probably not, right? I mean, it wasn't intentional. It's just I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know the details of one night like, stands. I've never um looked into Yeah doing one it's supposed to be like I'm a one punk. night and that's it yeah i never like i never went in like i'm one night stand it just happened but then it just kind of stuck around for a few months <laughs> yeah i'm too much of a punk um people no. scare me yeah that, that makes sense that's, that's <laughs> actually actually that's actually smart yeah. <laughs> that's actually smart <laughs> but also like like that's super brave to be like vulnerable like that like i don't know the whole stranger was yeah. it great was it good oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice I mean, that, that part was great but then you like hindsight is like well, what the mother could chop me up and i could have been dead right now but we're gonna look at the positive side of it. <laughs> you are alive yes that that is true and you're here that is very true it was good though that it was, a cool it was successful it was a cool person it was nice um <laughs> one regret that you have in the last decade regret um, I don't really got anything because, like, I live life to the fullest. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> so this is a surprising one for me, right? Uh, because who I am, I mean. <laughs> but like, I sort of kind of regret not going back to school. I knew you was gonna say. I had a feeling you were gonna say How something about school. How did you know that? Because it's school money, but I get it. Yeah. So yeah. like, I don't regret leaving school when I did because I feel like it opened up my world my perspective and like 
I had this whole transformative like moment in life. Um, but not going back. I mean, I guess I still can. Not mm-hmm. I guess, but I can still go back. But um, I wish I went back sooner. Okay. Yeah. And gotcha. finished sooner. Yeah. Maybe took like two years off and right. then went back. That's okay. what Even though I think college is a scam and it's expensive and all those things, but mm-hmm. I had already started. Right. That's the point. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have all this debt with no degree. <laughs> like, that's wild. it's the biggest slap in the face. It is. I really hope one of these politicians can fix this. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I do agree with that, too. Um, but that's not my biggest regret. My biggest regret, ironically, um, excuse me, is not going into the Navy like I wanted to. Wow, really? Um, This was after I graduated college, though. So... I don't know why I was just sitting around thinking. I was like, and I saw the age requirements, like the, I guess the oldest you can be to join as a woman. I think it was like 35 at the time. And I was well under 35 at the time. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to join the Navy. Like, I don't know why. I think it was more like a, because I was frustrated with my job at the time. And I was like, if I go to the Navy, I probably get, you know, probably could lose weight. Um <laughs> get better job opportunities. You know, I feel like it was, it was something that made sense at the time for me. Um, and I didn't follow through with it. I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of sad about that. Interesting. That's yeah. Actually in the Navy. I've never, I would never guess that. Yeah. I, I really wish I would have went. Wow. I wish I would have did it. It was like the re- res- reserves, yes. but yeah, I wish I would have did it. You wanted to be in the Navy. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean, I didn't want to do um, Army. Mm. Too aggressive. Yeah. Mil- <laughs> Marines, no thank you. Way too aggressive. Air Force, I'm not trying to fly anywhere. I could do um, Air Force. And Anthony was in the Navy, and he, he, I had heard stories about stuff, like, even though some things was, like, you know, boring, like the tours they had to go on was boring. But it was a more safe choice for me, I felt like. Um, and could not, maybe not, but to me, when I did the research, it was like, oh, that's a little bit more safe. Interesting. I have yeah. a cousin who just joined the Navy. Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, did you know that when you are, um, I guess, government official, maybe army. Mm-hmm. Anyways, when you buy a house, you don't have to put a down payment down. Really? Yeah. Damn, I wish I knew that then. I would have definitely did it. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of fascinating. Hmm. I guess because you, I don't know. Why is that? No idea. That's weird. It's like you don't have to put though. no money down. Hmm. Either they pay for it or they waive it. I'm not sure which one it is. That's interesting. Um, but I don't you have to get like equity, like equity, or like a what's it called, like escrow or something like that? Don't that money go there? Go. I know. I ain't never bought a house. I know. <laughs> Me neither. I'm just putting out words that I heard before. Um. <laughs> so over the last decade, this is a clear de- uh, decade question. Okay. Mm. Um. What are you most proud of? I'm most proud of starting the podcast. <laughs> I really, I know that sounds easy and generic, but I am very most proud of that. Um, Cause it's been something I thought about for a long time. Nice. That I actually did. I've, I've thought about things for a long time and have never done anything. Not even a step, like one step towards it. Mm-hmm. This was thought about, I had a YouTube page before. <laughs> I heard. Hey, I delete all those videos. <laughs> um, and it, And I stopped it. But, like, this just brought back that feeling I had doing the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it was something I had been thinking about and talking about for, like, years, 
um, to finally get up and running. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I finally accomplished something that like I've been talking about. That's pretty fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, what am I proud of? A lot. When, when I wrote this question, I guess maybe it was a real question to myself, right? Mm-hmm. I am historically hard on myself. Um, but I guess I can say I'm most proud of like where I am in life. Like, like I'm at a place where, um, all my needs are met. Like I don't. I don't need for anything. I have wants. Right. But I don't need for anything. Like, and to make what I make without a degree and just hard work and my good personality and people believing in me and giving me opportunities, um, being the one of the youngest in my office and the opportunities that have presented themselves to me and me being able to step up to the plate and learn and adapt even through my imposter sy- syndrome, um, mm. I'm very proud of myself for that. Yeah. Um, because I didn't, I didn't think I would be here. Like I always, in my mind, there was a part of me that always felt that I would be struggling, like trying to get mm-hmm. a car, trying to get an apartment, like trying to get these things. And um, like, I have these things now. So like, right. I'm at a place where like, I'm no longer in survival mode, mm-hmm. but now I'm at a place where I can start to, grow the seeds that I've already planted. And it's really exciting. Um, also with me about to turn 30 soon. All right, not soon in like three <laughs> I years. say what? Soon? I mean, but like 28, it's like there. And then like 29 and like 30, you're like right there. This so is like, true. You know? So like you start to think about, okay, holy shit. Like. Yeah. Life. <laughs> like life is happening. Like it's life. It's not stopping. Like it's not stopping. Like you're about to be 30 and, you know. The, the goals, the markers that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, I don't like to, uh, per se, like put time frames, like when I wanted, I used to yeah. be like, oh, when I'm, <laughs> everyone always said, when I'm 18, I'm going to move out. When I'm 23, <laughs> I'm going to be married. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like these things mm-hmm. from 25, I'm going to have a house. Milestones. Right. Yeah. So like, I feel like the milestones that I now have for myself are very realistic. Yeah um and very achievable and it just takes application yeah i'm excited for that and i'm proud of myself for that like Mm -hmm. and also learning to like enjoy the ride instead of like being a destination focused person right um it's exciting that's awesome yeah yeah don't look at milestones the milestones we build for ourselves are kind of like weird like the time frames not milestones the, the time frames Cause I mean, I mean, it's it's weird and not weird. Like some some of them you might you know want to hit, but whatever. But I I look at it now like I'm actually might not be that all that sad if I'm a first time homeowner at like 45. Like yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, YouTubers can have y'all 23 year old <laughs> house. I don't care. <laughs> I think I think milestones only become an issue when you're doing ones because someone else told you you should be. And I think that's most of the time. You, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because everyone else is getting married, like, oh, I need to be right. married. Like, those things. Like, you... Then, no, nah, you don't. Like, that's how you drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Yeah, or you get divorced two right. years later. Exactly. Because <laughs> you just do stupid stuff, and it's just like, oh, snap, I regret this. Right. Or you are in a rush to buy a house, and you can't really afford it, mm-hmm. and then you put your you and your family, if you have a family, in a terrible position. Like, yep. Taking your time, writing out plans. Like, that's why I said, like, my goals are actually achievable. Like, mm-hmm. like I can 
I can do, can do this. They're realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exciting because I historically have set crazy goals and then <laughs> beat myself up for not meeting these goals. Like right. Losing 10 pounds in one week. What? Yeah, that's like, you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. It's like, die. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, unrealistic things. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you got to pace yourself. Absolutely. It's super exciting. Um, what are you most excited for in the coming coming year, coming decade? Um, I'm really focused on my health. Um, so I'm really excited for me to like really tunnel vision, working out, eating right, eating healthy, like really, really considering not a vegan, but like just healthier eating, mm-hmm. um, better. Um, so that's exciting. I'm excited about how much money I'm going to save this year. Cause I'm really putting yes. a like tunnel vision on this shit. Like, nope. And look, if I'm down to zero dollars by the time my next paycheck come, oh, well, if my money is, <laughs> my bills is paid and, and, and I got saved. money saved, I'm fine. Like yeah. it's not, and I'm, I'm focusing now. I'm actually way more focused on like what I need and what I don't need. Like, do you really need, or I did buy a purchase recently. Sorry. I know I did. Um, but it's more like, all right, if you don't need this, we could chill out, yeah. you know, like obviously I do still spend i'm a human being like it's gonna happen i'm not gonna be perfect but i'm striving for that i'm striving to be better um than i have been she said i'm excited for the money i'm gonna save girl yes yes. the money i'm gonna save the credit card i'm about to pay off like all this shit it's getting 2020 i'm just about to be grinding i don't know i might have to get a second job maybe i don't know we'll see but i mean i don't want to (laughs) because it's a lot but um i'm gonna make it happen um I'm excited about this podcast, honestly, where are we going to go from here? Um, I feel like it's a really positive thing. I feel like it's good. I feel like we have fun. We have goals. We're, like, focused. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited I, for that. I've started to um, <laughs> really watch what I intake as mm-hmm. far as, like, uh, media or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, like, I literally brainwash myself with, like, positivity, Dave Ramsey, like, mm-hmm. all of the things. Like, every single morning, I listen to a Dave Ramsey podcast. Um, <laughs> funny story. So, the other day, I went to um, to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I know I don't need this, but I want it. I know I don't need this, but I want it. You heard Dave, Dave Ramsey in your head? Listen. <laughs> I checked out. Oh, paid for it. Oh shit! And I was about to walk out, uh-huh. and I was like, "You don't need this." Like I saw, I saw like my bank was like thirty dollars deducted from your account. And I was just like, oh, "That hurts." Thirty dollars. So I went back and I returned it. Oh shit! At that that moment, I was just that's like, brave. I don't need this. I'd have been embarrassed. I'm like, I'm not doing this. No, not embarrassed, but I'm like, I just bought this shit. Mm-mm. I probably, but that's good. Because if I would have went home with it, I would have kept it. Right, so right, I was right. Like, nope, mm-mm, you don't need it. That's smart. Cause I felt so bad. I was just like, yeah. you know what thirty dollars can do? I know. <laughs> I know. You know what thirty dollars can do? Yeah. Um, and that's really been helping, like brainwashing myself, like checking hear, yourself in the moment. I hear Dave Ramsey's voice all the time. That's awesome. Also, like he has this part of his podcast where like it's called the debt free screen. And then like these families or person who paid off their debt, they yeah. come and they say how much they were making, how much debt they had, how many months it took them. And then like, they scream to the top of their lungs, I'm debt free. And I'm just like, I can see it. I can feel it. Like that energy when they say it, like it almost makes me cry every single time I hear it. Yeah. Like I 
so ready to get rid of these doggone Sally Mae, Fed Lone, y'all can kiss my booty. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to divorce you. I'm <laughs> done. I'm over it. I'm over giving you all of my coins. Yeah. She got to go. Leave my Leviant. life. Leviant, whatever you are. I'm more impressed by the people um, under Dave Ramsey that are single people that have large amounts Me of debt. Me too. The couples I'm not that impressed with. Y'all got a double income coming in. That's Girl, cool. I had two but... in- incomes coming in. <laughs> right. But these single people, when I see them hitting them, I'm like, yo, that's goals. Because yeah. they doing it. Yeah. And like, not to not to discourage the couples. Yes. The, what the couples have they done. They did hard work. Because it's hard. Because sometimes they have e- d- double, the, yeah. double debt. That's true. Along with double income. That's that's very true. <laughs> Triple mouth defeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like having that partner with you is yeah. everything. And every time they come up and they say, What's, what was the best? Or what was the easiest? Oh, no. What? helped you get through it like yeah. what do you say to everybody somebody who was trying to get through it? and it's like being on one page one page mm-hmm. helps you do it and i'm just like i'm on one page with myself but like still like having an accountability partner is like it's good absolutely you, you need that right and they have an accountability person. partner who has their account information like you could lie to your account <laughs> like your if you were my accountability partner for my debt-free journey like yeah i could lie to you i could lie to you <laughs> you don't see my bank nope. mm-hmm. but like with the, like he can see she like can see, like, <laughs> like I thought we discussed we're not spending anything over $15 this what, week, sis. What was $17.50? <laughs> what was $17.50? <laughs> so I have these conversations with myself now. That's good. Like a crazy person. It's not crazy because at the end you're going to come out gold In the grocery with some store. gold. <laughs> In the grocery store, I literally walk around talking to myself. Oh, yeah, that's normal. I mean, is it? No? Okay. <laughs> Shit, I literally talk to myself out loud. Uh, yeah, the only at the grocery store I do it. I'm just like, oh, I do it I'm like, do you need this or where do you? What did you forget? And I'm just like, oh, so did you make this? Oh yeah, because I can make like literally like yeah. whole conversations <laughs> just figuring it out. Going to the grocery store is hard work, okay? Like buying food so that you don't waste it, but you're also still fully fed. <laughs> like you know what i mean because you can yes. buy too little no i know you mean i know you mean and then you can buy too much and then have to throw it away girl it's harder for me grocery shopping i overspend because i always think i need double of it <laughs> and then we good food i just be like all right we're gonna need this but then be way too much shit then i then i get clothes i had like money left over for the week like i just have like like, I, it's fine we lot out the money we gotta spend but sometimes we want a little extra change little <laughs> extra buffer and I'm damn near right next to how much it is. I'm like, damn. I always overspend shit. Like, I don't need three bags of this shit. <laughs> Why did I do this? Wasteful. Right? Wait, mad wasteful. Mad wasteful. Nonetheless. So, like, they should have classes on this stuff. You can make a class on it. Literally. Like, <laughs> how to keep yourself fed. You could do it. Hashtag adulting. They should have that in schools. <laughs> they used to have, was it economics? Right? Home. Home ed. ed. Home ec. Home ec. Home economics. Oh, yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> you I learn something every day. <laughs> How many of y'all knew that He's home ec meant home economics? Yes. Makes sense. I did not know that. No? No. Yeah. I thought it was home ed, like home education. Oh, no, it's home ec. Like home ec. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense either to me now that. Home ec. Home ec. But home economics? But it's, yeah, home economics, yeah. <laughs> it is. We like to abbreviate shit. How'd you learn that? I think I just knew it. 
Did you take home ec in school? No, they didn't have it. Like my aunt, my my mother was like they had just got got rid of got written of that class like a couple years before I came to the high school. Like mm. they used to have it. They used to have sewing in the class. Used to have cooking, and I was looking forward to that because I did to hear people talk about it when I was in grammar school. Let me pause that right there. Me and my brother was talking about that. He's like, you know, Patterson kids, which I am, is the only one that says grammar school. <laughs> no one else says grammar school. Well, y'all probably have separate buildings for it. We all have in North. Yeah, y'all have, have like middle building. schools and stuff. Like, yeah. We didn't have that. Yeah. One building. Yeah. We have one K to eight. That's it. Like everything is kindergarten to eighth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have one building too. Oh, no, no, uh, not kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten to eighth grade. Yeah. No, kindergarten's usually in a, like K through three. Like, is usually yeah, in a third and up mm-hmm. to eighth is in another building and it's like elementary school oh okay um but yeah i didn't have it um i wish <laughs> i would have had home economics sorry <laughs> wait i have one more question it's a fun question though what was the most li- your most listened to album in the decade from night from nine to 19 what was your most listened to album this this question's coming from ashley my first of all i like my music okay <laughs> i know music okay. my music that i like historically guys ashley i don't know the new stuff terrible with music i don't know the new people we were like, what is playing? And it'd be like, you the ba- baby, you my everything. Like, a, a good night. She don't even <laughs> know. Like, li- like, sis, that's that's Jake. That's Jake. Like, you don't know that? Who's Drake? <laughs> All right. All right. Now she's going a little too far. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. <laughs> of the decade? Oh, that's hard. Oh, wait, no. Your it's most SZA. That was your most SZA's listened to album? album? For sure. Shit, now I got to think about mine. I have three people, <laughs> but I'm trying to think out which one was the most listened to in the decade. So I have Scissors album. Um, I don't even know the name of it. And Control? Then, Control, yeah. Mm. And then um, Speak Things, Speak Those Things, Pages of Life, Chapter 3. Fred Hammond. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Those are two? Yeah. All right, so my most listened to in the decade, it has to be three because I listen to them a lot. So I listen to Marsha and Roche's early nights, late late night, late late nights, early mornings. Mm-hmm. I listen to that shit faithfully, I think, every fucking day <laughs> when it came out, like every day for like mad long. <laughs> then the other one was uh, 23, Adele. Mm. Um, yeah, and Scissor control yeah like yeah that was my th- yeah if i was to add a third one it'd be the dream girl soundtrack oh yeah no absolutely not i did not listen to that at all i <laughs> love that album mm. like i've seen the movie like four or five times i saw it three times in the in the um in the theater in the theater Lord when it Jesus. came out yeah um <laughs> and that every like long road trip i have where like the person i'm driving with doesn't mind. I played I'm like, it. Nah, we not we not doing this. Sis. Me and my mom was in Georgia, and I played it, and they were l- hysterically laughing at how I know every single, <laughs> every single. It's a beautifully put together movie and and soundtrack. I guess partake. All right, takeaways. Partake. <laughs> that is that is the takeaway. Partake in <laughs> Dreamgirls. Partake in. I mean, I've seen it. I no, think I see listen it, like, to the, oh, the soundtrack. soundtrack. I don't know if I want to listen to the soundtrack. 
All right, I'll, I'll give it a try. Curtis was supposed to love okay, me. Okay, and guys, I turn my back <laughs> and find myself out on the line. You know the funny? I you do know all the songs me, though. That's a crazy. That would have been too kind. Dima mm, is having a moment. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's just, I wish we had a YouTube I right now because I didn't try to see her face. Well. <laughs> Happy we all have peace. Oh my god! <laughs> Such a great album. I want to listen to it. Like, yo, you're hilarious. It's so good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> you're funny. Um, you have any takeaways? I That's it. Partaking. Okay. Beautiful album. Awesome. <laughs> so my takeaways. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do this soon. I haven't done it yet. Somebody posted end of your end of year reflections. So something you can journal. So it's four questions. How have I grown in 2019? What has been my biggest struggle this past year? What is my intention for the upcoming year? And what will I let go of? So like the reflection of 2019. You want us to do that? No, you don't have to do it now. Okay. It's a takeaway for whoever. Whoever's listening, us, mm-hmm. journal it. You don't have to share with anybody. Just something that you... I think it's pretty cool to do this every year, honestly. These four questions. Just to see where you are. Because if... You're like me and make a vision board every year. You can see you made progress throughout the year. That's my takeaway. Reflection is important. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Because Life Podcast with your host, Ashley. We didn't even introduce ourselves. We did not. I just realized that. Ashley and Nima. Peace out. Peace out.